Thanks for joining us for this third edition of the Great Expectations podcast. You're about to hear from actual eighth grade students as they discuss their reading. Our learning target says, I can think creatively, critically, and reflectively to explore ideas within, between, and beyond texts. Stay tuned for some great book reviews. Hello, my name is Nolan. Today I read The Red Pyramid, uh, written by Rick Riordan. I read approximately 30 pages. I've been reading this book for about seven weeks, except I've only been doing it one day a week. Uh, if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I'd rate this book at four, because it's getting to the good part with all the action, but it isn't my favorite book ever, so that's why I only give it a four. Uh, the name of the protagonists in the book, so in the book are Carter and Sadie Kane. They are both teenagers, and Carter is a dark-skinned ma- male around the same height as Sadie, and Sadie is a light-skinned uh, girl with red hair lights in their, her hair, and they're both brothers and sisters. In today's reading, the house that they were staying at got attacked by long necks set by, uh, sent by Set. Uh, they only survived because Sadie's cat turned into a god, Bast, the cat goddess, and then they... Then after that, that when they were escaping, the house got a file, and then they got attacked by carriers, and they had to run to Central Park to go to an obelisk. After they killed the carriers, the scorpion goddess came and attacked them. One connection I can make with this book is with another book called Percy Jackson, because they are both written by the same author and have the same writing style, and they are both trying to stop a powerful figure in ancient mythology, and it takes place in the same place, and they are both about ancient mythologies. When I think about this book, I think about other books written by the same author. I think about my trip to New York because that's where, because they were in Central Park and later on go to a museum. I think that the action is, is soon is going, the action is only uh, beginning and there is going to be a lot more action to come. I think Carter and Sadie came will summon other gods to stop set, then they will have a big battle for the fate of the world and then they will win in the end because good always seems to win. Okay, that is my reflection on the Red Pyramid. My name is Evan, and today I read Avengers Infinity War The Cosmic Quest, written by Brandon T. Snyder. I read about 43 to 54 pages in about 6 to 7 weeks. If the one out of 5 is I would rate this a 5, because I think the story is really interesting and hooks my attention. The protagonist in this book is the Collector. He is strict, very demanding, and he's like a king. In today's reading, the Collector visited a guy named Jules, the grand- and the Grandmaster thought that one of the people were lying about the stone. The Grandmaster thinks that the place is an absolute dump on the planet. One connection I can make with the book is the movie well the movie there is a guy named Joel's in the book and in the movie there's no guy named Joel's in the movie which is a huge difference when I think about this book I feel like these events that are happening right now are sad for the way the collector treats people I predict that 
Jules is about to die for the way the collector is talking to him. I think the collector should realize how the way he is treating his fellow friends. And I feel like the Grandmaster dies. There should be a chapter about his funeral. I wonder when they are going to introduce the Avengers. student number four today I read Eagle Strike by Anthony Horowitz. I read approximately 71 pages and I've been reading this book for about three days. I would rate this book a four out of five. The name of the main character in this book is Alex Ryder. In today's reading Alex goes to Damien Cray's show and he's a multi-millionaire. Alex thinks he was in charge of the bombing that killed his friend's dad and he followed to play the new game Cray created. He goes to see Mark Antonio to tell him what he knew about Cray. They exchange information before he is able to return his info. Uh, there was a shooting and Mark was shot. One connection I can make with this book is Mad Dogs because they both talk about assassins. I think Cray will send Yasin to kill Alex. I thought Alex was going to win the game and Cray was going to call him a cheater. I feel like someone is going to find out Alex's mission before Damien Cray does. And I felt a little scared when the book said Alex thought he was dead. I predict that Cray or Yasin is going to talk with, talk with him and tell him what his plan was. And I see how Yasin convinced him to be part of the bombing. Hello, this is Megan, and today I'll be re reviewing a book called Crazy Dangerous, and it's written by Angie Clavin. I've read approximately 184 pages so far, and I've been reading this book for about one month. If, five, if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at a four because I really like the style of writing and the storyline. The name of the protagonist in this book is Sam Hopkins. He is a brave teenager who is very caring and understanding. In today's reading, Sam went to the barn and saw a coffin and death written on the walls. Inside the coffin, there was Harry Mack, one of Jeff Winger's crew. Somebody charged at Sam and knocked him out. This book is, is unlike any other books I've ever read. I know I say this every time, but it really isn't. When I think about the book, I think about people with mental illnesses. I think about having to be brave. I think about friendship. I think about how the impossible might come true. And I think about social pressures. So thank you for listening. And this is Megan DeBoer reviewing Crazy Dangerous. Hello, my name is Jeremiah, and today I read The Long Way Home by Andrew Calvin. I read approximately 25 pages, and I've been reading this book for about two weeks long. <clears throat> I think this book was about a three, because this part of the book was a part that was really critical to be shown, and things that were very indented in the book that will lead up to things later to the book. The name of the protagonist is Charlie West. He's the 19-year-old that is a hundred criminal in all different parts of the world. Um, there are people wanting to kill him, people wanting to find him, and people that still love him. In today's reading, he was on the run for the police officers. It was a very interesting race from the cops. He went into different valleys, police trying to corner him, jumping over curbs, running over people's lawns, and things like that. 
Another event that happened was after Charlie had an amazing escape from the cops, he had to spend the rest of the night in a church. They had to break the locks to live in off chocolate bars, which were in the church. There were another another event is where he, after after that night he went to where he once lived before all of his criminal activity started. He met his one and only girlfriend. And I have to read more to see what happens after that. One connection I can make from this book is that I usually go to the church every Sunday, and some of the descriptions that the book was telling me about were in the were what I go to church, and it was kind of cool to see what other churches do. Um, I got I get while I'm reading this book, I get really hyped about what's going to happen next. Um, I get really excited for the frightening scenes. I'm very nervous about Charlie getting killed. I think that he's going to get back together with his ex-girlfriend. I think that he's going to try stop being bad. I think that the chapter of this book is very critical of what's going to happen next. And yeah. Sam, today I read The Legacy Chronicles Trial by Fire, Out of the Ashes, written by Pitticus Lore. I read approximately 34 pages, and I've been reading this book for about three days. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book as a five, because it's well written and has action and adventure, though I might be a little bit biased because it's from one of my favorite book series. The name of the protagonists in this book are Sam and Six. They are um, adventurous and ready to help. Those in Six's case, she's just doing it for Sam. In today's reading, Sam and Six traveled to New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, something went wrong. Um, to investigate a person to see if they had legacies. Legacies are pretty much superpowers given to people from a thing called Entity. Strange, I know. You need to read the whole series to understand. Then they found that person. They discovered that they did have legacies, and they tried to convince her to come to the HGA, Human Guard Academy, but she did not want to go. So Sam and Six went to get lunch and talk over it. While they were eating, they saw another person that they were looking for, so they went to talk to her. While they were trying to talk to her, they um, got a text from the other person they had talked to before saying, help me. So they rushed over and found that she was being kidnapped. One connection that I made to this book is to Superman, because the original people that had legacies were aliens that um, from a planet, and their planet was taking taken over, and then they escaped to Earth, where they started to use and develop their legacies to help the humans. When I think about this book, I think about how awesome it would be to have legacies like that. I also feel like it would be really hard to have them. Like, you're going around your life, and then all of a sudden, you're floating in midair. It would be very scary. I think that would be very cool, though I still think it would be 
very cool to have them, even if it was scary at first. I also feel bad for the people with legacies that are being kidnapped in the book just because the other people think they can use them and exploit them to get money. Hi, my name is Ashley, and today I read the book Wonder, written by R.J. Palacio. I read approximately 52 pages, and I've been reading this book for about two days now. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at a five because I really enjoy this book right now and I love how the book takes place in a school. I like the school setting because I can relate to lots of the school struggles the protagonist may be facing. The book is at a really interesting place right now and I really like the storyline so far. The name of the protagonist in this book is August Pullman, also known as Aki. He is a boy that has never been to a school before due to his facial difference. He seems really nice and funny to his parents, but in school, he barely talks to anyone. He is really worried and self-conscious about his appearance, but acts like he doesn't care in front of others. In today's reading, Augie faces his first lunchtime with other people, and no one wants to sit with them at all. One girl named Summer comes and is really nice to Augie and decides to sit with him, and they become friends. For some reason, Augie is really frustrated with his mom after school whenever she starts asking lots of questions about him even though his mom just cares for him. Besides Summer, no one is nice to Augie, and they all don't want to be partners with him or touch him. Augie thinks that Jack is nice to him and that they are really good friends, but it turns out that Jack doesn't like him too and gossiped about uh, behind Augie's back. And because of that, Augie is very sad about it. One connection I can make with this book to another book is once again the book Schooled by Gordon Corman. In the book School, the protagonist gets bullied for being a little different. In school, the protagonist also gets gossiped about and left out. That would also be the same case in the book Wonder. When I think about this book, I feel really, really bad for Augie, who has to go through the whole process of getting stared at and no one sitting with him at lunchtime and just being left out in general. I think that Augie should be more open to other kids and try talking to them rather than just ignoring them and running away. I also think that Augie should be nicer and more open to Summer rather than being grouchy towards her and responding with short, short answers. I was so happy when Summer started showing kindness to Augie, but I'm still kind of worried that she's going to backstab him just like Jack did to Augie. I was really surprised when Jack was actually bad and gossiped about Augie when he was acting like a friend in front of him. I predict that in the next chapters that Augie is going to continue to, that Augie will continue to get teased and that Jack will start teasing him and suddenly start being mean to him. Thank you. Hello, my name is Darren. Today I read One Piece, written by Ichigo Oda. I read approximately uh, 18,000 pages. I have been reading this book for about five months. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book a five because it was a great book that I cannot put down. The name of the protagonist in this book is Monkey D. Luffy. He is a strong-minded individual that is a wanted pirate. In today's reading, Luffy, Luffy defeats Kataruki. Uh, after around 10 chapters of fighting, his bounty raises to 1 billion, and Luffy triumphs to one. One connection I can make with this book is that Luffy does not give up just like all other book protagonists. When I think about this book, I think that Luffy will become the pirate king, that he will defeat Kaido and Big Mom, and I think that Luffy will fight Red Shanks, Red Hair Shanks for the title of Pirate King. One Piece will go down for more than a thousand chapters.
name is Jeremy Neff, and today I read Divergent, uh, written by Veronica Roth. I read uh, from pages 130 to 194, and I've been reading this book for about two weeks now. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, then I would rate this book at a 4.5 because it has a lot of different small plots that seem to build up to the biggest part of the story. I know a lot of stories, I know all stories, they have these, but in this book, it seems a lot more interesting, and it's a book that I actually enjoy. And uh, uh, the name of the protagonist in this book is Trish or Beatrice, and she is catching on to the Dauntless faction of the, in the rules. Okay. Oh... Okay, in in today's reading, I read that Trish had played Capture the Flag, and if they won, they wouldn't get anything. They would just get pride, which is the most important thing in the Dauntless faction. Oh, one connection I can make with this book is that I can... That when, when we win something, we don't usually get anything from it. We just get the satisfaction of winning and not losing. Oh... Uh, a connection that I made with another book was when they all had this, uh, had all the characteristics of a good character, mysterious and ominous. Okay. Uh, when I think about this book, I feel that Triss is turning different and more confident in herself than when she first came to the Dauntless. I think that she will go on missions and then she will become respected by everybody. I felt that when Triss had become had been to Dauntless, she had been influenced by four a lot. That's why she would have been able to take down Molly in the test of the faction. I think that Triss will get into the faction, but she will be one of the bottom candidates. I think that Eric would probably die when Triss go will go to the next step for the faction test. Okay. Thank you for listening. Hello, my name is Julia. Today I read The Lightning Thief, written by Rick Riordan. I read approximately 29 pages today, and if one is terrible and five is quite really awesome, I read this book at four because this first chapter really interested me, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading it. The name of the protagonist in this book is Percy Jackson. He's a boy that goes to a school called Anti Academy, which is a school for troubled kids located in upstate New York. He is considered as a troubled kid because he can't read English and he has ADHD. In today's reading, the narrator, which is also the protagonist, Percy, introduced himself in his school. He is a 12-year-old boy living in New York. As he states in the opening chapter, he's being sent to a boarding school called Yancey Academy, which is for troubled students. One connection I can make with this book is Greek myth. Mrs. D is a monster from the Greek myth. She's one of the three monsters that belongs to the underworld God hates. These stories are similar because they're based on the same story. Um, I feel like Percy, in the next few chapters, Percy is going to meet some new people in his new school. I think, I also think that someone's going to die. I felt really interested because at the end of this chapter, Mr. Brenner said to Percy that you are special from other kids. I predict that in the next few chapters, Percy will find out something about his identity. And yeah, thanks for listening. Hello, my I am number 17. Today I read The Hobbit, written by J.R.O. Tolkien. I read approximately 60 pages, 
and I've been reading this book for about one day. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at four because it is very interesting and I'm very excited and curious about the next chapter. The name of the protagonist in this book is Bilbo Baggins. He's a hobbit. In today's reading... The hobbit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm seriously gonna post this one, okay? Lovely voice, huh? Move. Move. Hi, my name is Jenna, and today I read The Cupcake Queen by Heather Helper. I read approximately 20 pages, and I've been reading this book for about one day. I just started today. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at a four. Because as I'm getting into the book, it gives me, like, little details every single page. So it's like, I don't really know what's happening, but it tells me more information as I keep on reading, and that makes me wanting to read it more. And I also love how the book is written in first person. The name of the protagonist in the book is Penny. She is a girl who's going into ninth grade, and she recently moved to a new town called Hogs Hollow because her parents recently divorced. In today's reading, Penny was helping her mom bake cupcakes because her mom has a cupcake shop, and there's a birthday party happening. So her mom usually has a worker to help, but the worker couldn't come, so Penny had to set up everything for the birthday. So when the birthday girl arrived with her friends and family, they were eating and having a fashion show. But the birthday girl's dad, who was like really, really fat, was at the cupcake tower leaning on the table, and the table fell and the cupcake tower went flying everywhere. So everyone left and Penny was stuck cleaning up the whole shop. One connection I can make with this book is Ramona and Beezus. In this movie, Beezus was having a birthday party and there were a lot of people. By the end of the day, Beezus was bossy and told her sister to clean the whole house. Ramona was very sad and had to clean up a very big mess. This is like Penny's situation because she had to clean up a big mess that wasn't even hers. When I think about this book, I can just imagine how lonely Penny must be. She has just moved into a new town and has no friends and she is going to start ninth grade in a new school. I think Penny is feeling very sad because her parents are divorced and she is missing all her friends at her old school. I predict that Penny will have a glow up before school and have lots of friends. 
I have something that her mom's cupcake shop will grow very popular. Hello, my name is Rochelle. Today I read Maze Runner by James Dashner. I have read approximately 90 pages so far. And I've been reading this book for a month and a half. But with Christmas break in between, I've really only read this book. This is now my fifth time. Um, if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I rate this book a four because random things happen all the time that I wouldn't have expected. But then when I think about it, they actually do make sense. The name of the protagonist in the book is Thomas. He's one of the newest gladers. And lots of the gladers think that he knows things that he's not telling them. They think this because ever since he came, weird things have been happening, and I'll talk about those weird things later. In today's reading, uh, Thomas gets attacked by Ben, which is one of the so-called turned, um, which is really just that he got uh, stung by a griever, and then he pretty much became insane. Um... Another thing is that Thomas is new, so he needs to find a job, so he, or like, um, one of the places that he needs to work, so he's trying out all of the areas, and he goes to the barn, and he thinks, (laughs) and he thinks, uh, that the guy might be a serial killer, because he is trying to figure out why they are all there in a place that's like a prison, and so he's, like, thinking, oh, well, this guy could be a serial killer, and that's the reason why he's in this prison. This guy could be this and this and this. Uh, another thing that happened was a griever was found dead. And basically, a griever is, like, it's a, mo- it's a monster. And uh, one of them was found dead, and they've never found it dead before, which is one of the weird things that they have encountered since um, Thomas came. They also found out that Ben, which is the guy who was turned is not dead even though they thought he was because they shot an arrow into his brain but it missed just slightly so he's not actually dead and um well the next time i read i'm going to find out what they're doing to him one connection i can make with this book is the fact that ben turned to like uh turn which is like a zombie movie you know like apocalyptic movies when i think about this book i When Thomas is surprised by Ben coming on him and, like, trying to fight him, this reminds me of when I get surprised by things, not by someone trying to um, hurt me, but, you know, just surprised by things. Uh, So I'm going to make some personal connections about five sentences that, that, um, I'm just going to do five sentences of things that I can relate to, uh, that I think, you know, about this book. I think that Thomas will become a leader and a runner. I think that Thomas really does know a lot more than he lets on. I feel like Thomas will be the one to save them all or to, like, figure out how to get out of the maze. I feel like when the girl wakes up and talks to Thomas, he will realize that he does know her and that he will remember some things. And I think that when the girl wakes up, she will remember some things and she will help with the gaps in Thomas's memory as he will help her with hers. Thank you for listening. This has been Rochelle. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Zach. 
Today I read The Scorched Trials, written by James Dashner. I read approximately 20 pages today, but I've been reading this book for about two weeks in total. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at 4.5 because it's really great so far and I love it, so far at least. The name of the protagonist in this book is Thomas. He's a very brave runner in the maze who's good at what he does and wants the best for his group called the Gladers. In today's reading, they waited for a random person to start talking, who they called Ratman. He explained to them that they were a part of some trials and that they were basically test subjects for a thing that might save the world. He told them that they will be doing another trial called the Scorch Trial, and they're all very confused, but they want to give it a shot. But they also kind of have to give it a shot. This book, like the tension in this book, reminds me of the Hunger Games because, like in the Hunger Games, they can make groups, like in this book called The Glade, but you can still sense some tension between the groups even though they are theoretically working together. Now for the I can seems. I think that in this situation, I would have hated Ratman because he's not telling me much and he's like being kind of smug about it. I feel like the speech that the rat man gave was kind of vague. I would feel like I had millions of questions in my brain if I were the gladers. I wouldn't like if a guy told me I was basically a guinea pig and I couldn't do anything about it. And I'd be terrified about what's to come in the scorch trials. Thank you for listening to me. Hello, my name is Gabriel. Today I read H2O, written by Virginia Bergen. I read approximately nine pages. I've been reading this book for about three weeks, on and off. And if I could read this book, it would be a four because it uses some weird language. The name of the protagonist is Ruby, and she is pretty insecure and doesn't like to talk that much to her stepdad. Uh, In today's reading, she wrote down all of her feelings about the events that happened in the past few months, and she and her dad were checking every few hours on the TV and radio if there was going to be a public service announcement number two. Another thing that happened is that her and her dad, her stepdad, had a pair of binoculars and were looking out to the city and saw two grown men fighting for a TV behind a library, and the smaller man knocked the bigger men out onto the wet pavement, and he started to bleed because of the germs in the rain. Um... One connection that I can make with this book is that I don't really like the rain, but it's not that I wish it wasn't there. Um, When I think about this book, I think about the end of the world movies that people like to watch. I think that this book is a good, almost, end of the world book or movie that people who also like sci-fi would also watch. I felt bad when they were all having a good time and then had to go inside, but Simon went outside and got burned and eaten alive by the bacterium in the rain. I feel like the teenagers should have listened to the dad instead of going outside and killing them, killing himself from the rain. Hello, my name is B.A.T, or in other words, number 22. And today I read, as always, for like the third time, The Corruptible, written by Mark Mainhair. I read around 57 pages, and I've been reading about this book for around three weeks. Um, if one is terrible and five is, is awesome, I would rate this as 3.5, because from what I've been going on through the book, it spent some time on the conversation. Which I like, but also the book hasn't done much action, 
with that, if I'm correct, this is supposed to be an action book as we had a fight scene at the start of the book. The name of the protagonist is, as mentioned, Ray Quinn. He is a private investigator and is on task trying to find a murder suspect. With that, he is a retired top cop, sorry about that, and is teaching a rookie on being an investigator. In today's reading, first we find more information about Ray Quinn, and there was another book in the passive this. Secondly, we meet the suspect's daughter, who gives insight on who Logan was, as if you don't remember, Logan was the original person of interest for allegedly stealing important assets from a really important and rich corporation. As we know, he was considered an alcoholic and had cheated on his spouse. Thirdly, we find that Ray Quinn lives with his investigator, friend Crevis, because in the old book, Ray's house was taken over by someone who's trying to catch him or kill him by someone. One connection it can, I can make with this book is when it mentioned on the suspects being a drinker, it reminded me, okay, this is the fourth and I swear to heaven, this is the last time, I'll mention this, but there was a scene in which the book, If We Survive by Andrew Kovan, where all the terrorists were drunk and all abused their spouses or killed them if they wouldn't join them in the change of joining resistance against the government in the book. What do you think about this book? I think that this book is going to hit somewhere Christian related or somewhere like a pop twist was as while we were reading it mentions how much money would it take for you to, to hide away with the truth. I like that as it means two things. A. We're getting a plot twist, plot, plot twist sorry about that again. Or B. We're going to have a hero where the protagonist become an anti-hero. I do though dislike that as this isn't confirmed but I have a feeling it will. I predict in around 20 pages we'll find We'll have a scene, kind of like an autopsy one, to find the DNA on the murderer. I believe that this book's going real slow, as a single conversation on about a character's death to the character's daughter took 10 pages. And that is it for my independent reading reflection as an audio script. Student number 23. Today I read The Promises She Keeps Written by Erin Hilling. I read approximately 41 pages and I've been reading this book for about 20 minutes. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book out of three because although the idea is interesting, it's a bit confusing and moreover, I haven't even read one third of this book so I can't really judge it based on the information I gained so far. The names of the protagonists in this book are Chase, Promise, and Porta. They are three completely different people whose lives somehow gets intertwined. Promise is a 23-year-old singer who has cystic fibrosis, a disease that mainly affects the lungs and nerve digestion. She already knows that she is going to die young, and she wants to become famous before then because she wants to be remembered. Chase is an autistic artist who has a twin sister named Chelsea. He gains visions of what he needs to draw, and although others see him as an outcast, he actually has great intelligence. Porta is a 72-year-old aging sources who is on a mission for eternal life. She is also an art collector. In today's recording, reading, reading, we got introduced to the characters and learned more about them. We learned that Promise has two roommates, Jenny and Michelle, one whom also has cystic fibrosis. Promise also states that she already had eight friends who died of that same disease. Promise is doing a photo shoot and while posing she falls off a cliff but somehow survives. We learned that Porta is a priceless art collector that loves a jade sculpture but in the mail instead of her beloved sculpture she receives a metal, uh, a young boy made of metal and it's 
it's a statue and it speaks to her and tells her that she will die in five weeks of five days. Chase gets visions of what to draw. While Chase was on his daily walk with his twin sister, they enter Porter's art show and sees the little boy and says that it looks remarkably like Chase when he was younger. One connection I can make with this book with is the Bible because they made many references to the Bible such as Proverbs 13. Chase's drawing was based off of it. And when the statue spoke to Porta, it mentioned Jesus and talked about how Porta shouldn't worship the false statues and gods. When I think about this book, I really think about death, and it made me think about how I'm living my life. I feel like Promise is going to die, and I feel that there will be a love story involved. I think that instead of finding the answer to internal life, Porta is going to accept her fate and die happily after she finds out the true meaning of life. The book also mentioned Jesus, so I think that this book will have some Christian connections. I think Chase will also somehow be prophetic. Thank you for listening. What is up, everybody? Jacob here. And today, we're going to be doing another independent reading reflection. Let's get this going. Today, I read The Hunger Games, written by Suzanne Collins. I read approximately... 36 pages. I've been reading this book for around seven weeks. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I'd read this book at a four out of five. Because there's not much action in the book, but it's still interesting and descriptive. I kind of want more action, though, because Katniss is ever fighting anybody, and it gets boring at times in the book. The protagonist in the book is Katniss Everdeen. Uh, she is a girl who is fighting on time games and is determined to win. In today's reading, the first event that happened was there was a swarm of wasps that were coming after the people in the games, and they were stinging them and making them die. The second event that happened was Katniss took yes. a, bow, a bow and arrow off a dead person that was decaying from the wasp. The third event that happened was Katniss got a sponsor that sent her cream that would heal her wounds instantly. One connection I made with the book is I can relate I can relate to when there was a huge swarm of wasps because one time I was outside and I saw a huge bee swarm, and it was pretty freaky. When I think about this book, I think Katniss is going to fight him with her bow and arrow because now she has a lot more power. I think she is going to be more of a predator than prey because she's more confident. And there will be another big event that happens in the next few chapters, like a beast swarm or the fireballs. And I feel these events are going to play a big part in the story because now like half the population is dead from all of the, from all of the wasps. Thank you for listening to my reading reflection. Have a good day and make sure to keep full sending. Alright, hey guys, uh, I'm Ethan, and uh, today I read Last Shot by David Scooey. Um, side note, uh, if you've listened to the other episodes of this podcast, probably notice uh, I love this author. So, uh, um, yeah, I read approximately 40 pages today, um, and I've been reading this book uh, since today because I just signed it out. Uh, if one is terrible, five is incredibly awesome. I'd read this book at four because it has a really good like first chapter and stuff. Uh, the name of the protagonist in this book is Rocket. Uh, he's a really short hockey player. Like he's like his size is his uh, yeah. He's just really short and stuff. Um, in today's reading, uh, Rocket gets drafted into the OHL. So basically, what the OHL is, it's a part of the CHL, which is um, it's kind of like uh, major junior for hockey. There's three leagues. There's the Western Hockey League, Ontario Hockey League, and the Quebec Hockey League. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what the OHL is. So, Rocket gets drafted, kind of like a late draft pick. So, near the end of the draft, after he gets drafted, uh, Rocket crosses paths with the coach that cut him from a AAA hockey team. 
because of his size. And then Rocket then leaves his family to go to training with the OHL team that drafted him, which they're called the Axemen. Um, one connection I can make with this book is Rocket might have been criticized for his size, but he pushed through the adversity or people criticizing him and got drafted by the Axemen. Um, I know some people that, that have gotten to, like, um, like the NBA and stuff that have been really short, and they got criticized for their size, but they just ignored them, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the... I'm just going to boss through the league and stuff. Um, when I think about this book, I think the intro or the first, whatever it is, the first chapter, it's really well done. And I, I think if the rest of the book doesn't produce good description like the first chapter, it could, the book could be a disappointment. And yeah, I basically feel bad for Rocket uh, being criticized for his size. But I also think Rocket will be able to make the Axeman. I hope the rest of this book is good. And yeah. Yeah, I hope it's descriptive. So yeah, thanks for listening. Hello guys, my name is Damien, and today I read The Maze Runner, written by James Dashner. Today I read 20 pages and for one day. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at four. The name of the protagonist in this book is Thomas. He is the main character, and he is courageous and brave. He slash she is a boy that got sent to the maze, and his world is collapsing quickly like it's the end of the world. In today's reading, I read about a boy being sent up in a sketchy elevator to a sketchy maze in the middle of nowhere and he doesn't know where he is and he meets people and they tell him where he is and then he has some flashbacks about his childhood one connection i can make with this book is that me and thomas have black hair and we're both boys oh make a connection with another book how is this book like any book you've seen. It is close to the Hunger Games because they both have to survive and they both have lots of people that die. Travis from Tragic Things. Um, one connection I can make with this book is that. Uh, sorry about that. When I think about this book, make personal connections. How do you feel about these events? Where do you predict the story will go from here? Write at least five complete sentences using iMessages. I feel like this book is a good book, and I feel like this book is going to be scary. I feel like this book is entertaining, and I feel like this book is not okay for children under the age of 11 or something like that. Sorry, I had to scream because there's lots of people here. Alright, thanks for reaching my independent reading. The end. You just heard from 28th graders about the books they're reading and the connections they're making. We're getting better at this recording business, and I hope to bring you more reviews in next week's show. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know at Mr. KB on Twitter. And thanks so much for listening to the Great Expectations podcast.